Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Yes, welcome to the uh, the Dogcast. Uh, thanks to Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, uh, Tim Edwards, and I'm joined in the studios today by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, of course, is Sean Matheson. Hello, Sean. Yeah, good morning, Tim. Yeah, fantastic to be here again for another episode of the Dogcast. Uh, welcome back to the show this week. Mm. Uh, you were calling last week, so great to have you back in the, the main seat again. So, yeah, the racing's been fantastic over the last couple of weeks and really looking forward to what lies ahead. Yeah, definitely. So on the Dogcast this week, we're going to review the week that was in South Australian Greyhound Racing and what a night it was last Thursday night, State of Origin Match Race Series. We'll talk about all the results there. We'll talk about the vision there that was on Thursday night. It was simply outstanding. We'll also preview this week's uh, Thursday night's card, of course, which uh, features the heats of the Group 1 Tab Adelaide Cup. And, of course, we interview uh, one of our trainers, our local trainers here, Steve Brook, who's having a great uh, deal of success lately with his greyhound, of course, uh, road travel. That's all coming up on this week's edition of the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Yeah, the Week in Review is, uh, of course, brought to us by the 2019 Tab Adelaide Cup. It's coming up very quickly, Sean. Of course, uh, Friday the 11th at Angle Park. General admission is only a gold coin donation. You can book in at Chase's Restaurant, $50 per person. It's a huge night. It's on a Friday night, Sean. We must remind people it's a Friday night. It's on the 11th of October. Let's hope we get some weather like we've got this week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, all things point to a great weather leading up to it. And on the Friday night, I mean, thanks to GRV again who who swapped some dates for us to, to get her on a Friday night. And this allows, you know... Everyone who, who's a keen, interested supporter of Greyhound Racing to get along on a Friday. They've got the weekend. It's daylight saving, so a, a night not to be missed. Yeah, it's school holidays as well, so there'll be lots of kids out there. Hopefully we get some lovely weather. There's lots of activities on track there for the kids. It's not just for the adults. That's the 2019 Tab Adelaide Cup, Friday the 11th of October. Righto, Sean, uh, last Thursday, wowee, uh, I, I tuned into some of this uh, action last Thursday night, the State of Origin Match Race Series, uh, South Australia v Victoria. Look, it looked on paper like Victoria were going to do it pretty comfortably with, with the greyhounds they had representing them. But boy, uh, what about the drama? What about the times? Hooked on Scotch eventually winning, running the quickest time, but Seneki was absolutely outstanding as well. So what was your thoughts on the night? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Uh, a fantastic night. Terrific support by the Victorian trainers and also the local trainers who, who took them on. The quality of the series this year were, was excellent. It was excellent last year, but it, it took another level this year. Obviously, a, a, a few things we based around the uh, match race series with guaranteeing a spot into the Adelaide Cup, and which then also allows dogs, um, if they win the Adelaide Cup, to win the Top Gun. Uh, again, alignment with GRV, which has been fantastic. But yeah, hooked on Scotch. He came with a huge reputation based on what he did at the Sandown Speedstar, and he did not disappoint. Um, and Seneki, brave as brave, won the, f- the first match race in 29-21, and you'd be mm. thinking, Tim, you won't be getting rolled running that time. Yeah, I was sitting back watching it thinking, wow, 29-21, he's a shoe in to win for sure. And then uh, you know, a few minutes later, we see Hooked on Scotch run 29-19. So it all goes well. Now, Hooked on Scotch, of course, winning that uh, particular series, Sean, is into the Adelaide Cup on Friday week. Is that correct? Yeah, he, he booked his booked his spot into the Adelaide Cup final, Group 1. Uh, really innovation through through GRSA, what we what we did in, in giving up a spot. And clearly it's, it's created a lot of interest around the series. We've got 
um, debatably the two best dogs mm. in Australia, hooked on Scotch and Seneca, taking on the best of the locals. I mean, the opportunity is there for yeah. any dog to, to guarantee themselves a spot. Um, and, and Hooked on Scots was able to do that. I mean, to credit to Yatesy, his call was fantastic of, yep. the, of the third match race. I mean, uh, the drama was there. He went 29-2-something, <laughs> um, and, and he came up 29-19, 20, 20, uh, which is an amazing time, really. Yeah, I think Hooked on Scotch is going to uh, get a fair bit of fan base there on Cup Night, Sean. Just the name of the, the Greyhound, Hooked on Scotch. Uh, I think some of the uh, uh, the fans there on track will certainly be getting right behind him, and if hopefully we can get Seneca into the Final this week as well, but let's go back to the to the match races. Of course, first of all, we we had uh, we had Seneki beat uh, Crash Bandicoot. Seneki ran twenty nine twenty one. There was no doubt he was always going to win that. Yeah, no doubt he's a fantastic race dog, and and again he'll be better in a field. Seneki even better. I think there was a bit of a, a thought that he was a bit underdone because he mm. was a little bit disappointing at the Meadows, but he had a checkered passage that night. Back home, obviously loves SA. Yeah. Um, back where he where he began his racing career, he was dominant. Just on the the state of origin aspect, just for those, just to clarify with Seneki, um, clearly he's SA owned, SA bred, and we we class him as a South yeah, Aussie. Mm. Um, but in relation to the the series, all these dogs have to be regarded domiciliary wise, so that someone just doesn't transfer a dog into another trainer's name in another state, and all of a sudden they represent that state. Mm. Um, the state of origin aspect is more so around the AFL yep. um, to try and get that rivalry. It's grand final week. Let's mm-hmm. get that. We know Seneki's SA bred, mm. but we need to classify dogs, and he's been doing a fantastic job in Victoria with Steve White, and so he's a Victorian and and definitely got the Vicks off to a flying start, for yep, sure. He certainly did. We had Steinbrenner then come out and defeat Alpha Rayon. Steinbrenner around 29.42, finished third overall. I thought Steinbrenner was pretty impressive. He was impressive. It looks like the way he, uh, he ran, he, he needs the rails. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about the Adelaide Cup heats later in the show. But he wanted the rails, and himself and Alpha Aon, both more really stronger 600-metre uh, types. Mm. But once he found the rail and he, he fought off Alpha Aon to the first turn, he was able to get motoring. And 29-4, yeah. had the other two big guns not been in it, we'd be talking about this dog probably definitely. as, as one, absolutely one of the favourites. Yeah, definitely. And, well, the third match race, we had hooked on Scotch and Fly for Fun. What a, what a fascinating race. Fly for Fun was able to go every bit as good as hooked on Scotch did right up until the last probably 20 or 30 metres. Hooked on Scotch ran 29.19 and, and beat Fly for Fun, who ran fourth in the overall series. But Fly for Fun's time of 29.57 was simply outstanding as well, just for him. Yeah, I mean, Fly for Fun, um, a young dog as well, uh, on the way through the classes, uh, ran the fastest um, first section, 4.39. And, and that um, kept Hooked on Scotch a lot wider and did a fantastic job to keep Hooked on Scotch wide for pretty much the half the race until he was able to get the better of Fly for Fun. Mm. Absolutely not disgrace. And Fly for Fun's high speed early is going to be um, a real advantage moving forward through the series because he can put himself right in the race and we know he can run 29.5. Yeah. So for South Australia, he's going to be a big player going through the series. Yeah, I hope he does make the finals because he was so unlucky not to make uh, and win the derby, I think, here only a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the, the last match race, Sean, Springbridge defeated Canyon Chase, ran 29.58. What did you make of Springbridge's run? Because I think he can go better than that. Yeah, I thought that he'd go a bit better a bit faster he still still ran home in um 12.58 which is mm. absolutely low flying on the way home he took a bit of time to to get up the inside of Kenya Chase again who led mm. um Springbridge 
from when we saw Springbridge when Greg Board had him here, he was a, a really strong railer. Yeah. So he's probably best suited on the rails, and he was drawn to the outside of Kenya Chase. So it did take him a while. Again, he'll be further improved by the run. Uh, another look back at Angle Park um, moving through the series. I was still impressed. Uh, he didn't begin very well. So I think no. he can go a lot better. Um, so I, I wouldn't let him get under your guard as the series progresses. And we should just touch before we wrap up the week that was. Uh, the vision, Sean, simply outstanding. Box cam vision was brilliant, but also added something different this year. The home ter- the home uh, corner vision was was outstanding. Yeah, we're, we're trying um, something different, Tim. I mean, I think they, these sorts of match race promotional series, there's a real opportunity for us to... You know, to really um, try new things. The, mm. Inside the box, we've had nothing but um, positive responses from the general public and also from the participants to see what the dogs do. Um, but the home turn was one that we wanted to try to get the the um, viewers closer to the action. Would have been preferred if we had the dogs uh, closer together. Closer together. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's something we can look to develop. Mm. I mean, the races themselves only go for, for you know for twenty nine, thirty seconds. So there's not a lot you can do. Yeah. But I think we we want to try and innovate and progress. Um, and maybe what we did on uh, Thursday night may not be what we're doing in a couple of years' time. Right. But it's, it, it just gave a different perspective on things. No, it was certainly uh, great viewing at home anyway. That was the, the week that was Hooked on Scotch winning the State of Origin series and defeating Seneki, who ran second, and Steinbrenner ran third. So the Victorians certainly won two, three there. That was the week that was. And, of course, that's thanks to the 2019 Tab Adelaide Cup. It's Friday week, Friday the 11th. At Angle Park, Friday the 11th of October, that is, gold coin donations, all it costs to get into the gates on that particular night. That was the week that was. Now the kids are all at school. I was wanting a fur baby to keep me company, but we're always away during school holidays. Then one of the school mums told me about Gap SA's foster care program. (laughs) Not kids! That ship has sailed. Adorable retired greyhounds. They give unconditional love without back chat or needing extra pocket money. Now I'm the one getting pocket money. Yep, Greyhound Adoption Program SA give me everything I need, including a weekly payment. It's only a six-week commitment. Check it out, gapsa.org.au. Best thing I ever did. The Preview. Oh, it's a big week to have the preview, Sean. It's all thanks to SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. All you need to do is jump on Twitter, search at the Dogs SA and get on board. You'll get free tips each and every day thanks to Todd Gray. And no doubt he'll be searching through the form for the, another few winners this week, Sean. Yeah, our man Todd Gray, he was on the show last week yep. and uh, threw out a couple of winners. So he's been doing a great job. And as we always mention everywhere, he loves the banter. So get involved, um, ask a few questions. Uh, it's all free um, and he's finding winners. And, and he puts up his results at the end of every week. So yep. everyone knows how we're going with his best bets, his value bets and his um, his get outs, uh, uh, trifectas. So he does a great job for us. So, um, yeah, get on board the Twitter um, uh, to find some more winners. Yep, jump on Twitter, check out that feed. Righto, it's a big night, Thursday night. We've got heats of the Tab Adelaide Cup. We start off in race number three, Sean. It's a wonderful race. We see Whiskey Ride, who's opened up the favourite with the Tab for this particular heat. It's a fascinating race. Of course, he brings some pretty solid bull-eye in New South Wales form with him, Whiskey Ryan. And then you got Fly for Fun, who, as we said, was so brilliant in the State of Origin series. It's a riot's going really well, Box 5. And then you got, I guess, the 8's, the wild card. He's for me. And, and not just stopping there. Axel Footloose has probably been out of form, but he finally draws a box that's going to be suited. Yeah, it's, uh, the first heat's wide open. Uh, I mean, Anthony has a party with Whiskey Riot. He didn't trial him last week. He trialled a couple of the dogs that are in the series. Um... 
But Whiskey Wright, I think he was on the path for the Million Dollar Chase to go back to Wentworth Park. But it mm. looks like he has had a change of heart and brought Whiskey Wright here to Adelaide. Um, he knows how to win an Adelaide Cup, raw ability winning a couple of years ago. Yeah. So he's gone, say, 29-26 at Sandown. He is a, a pretty smart chaser and he's got a, a, a unblemished record from box two. He's won two from two. The problem with Whiskey Wright is he hasn't seen the track. No. And there is so much speed in this race. Mm. Um, as we know, Fly for Fun's got speed. It's a right. Showed last week be- beating Razor's Edge for Ben Rawlings. He's on the improve and he crashes um, left. So he yep. definitely wants the rails. Corbon Hunter has speed and he's, um, he's uh, for me, was really good for uh, Jeff Britton last week when he knocked over Chief Fernando and did mm. all the work in 29.72. So I think Whiskey Wright... Um, He's a bit short for mine mm. as the favourite. I'm leaning a bit towards Fly for Fun. I can't see Fly for Fun um, doing any worse than what he did last week. I think he'll roll to the front and be hard to beat. Now he's only got to do what he did last week to be really competitive here. Whiskey right. There is that question mark with him. If he doesn't jump, he's going to get swallowed up early by the four, the five, and the seven. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with Fly for Fun at this early stage. Just slightly ahead of Whiskey right. And I think it's a riot. It's got a chance. I think Axel Footloose is the smoky in the race. We know at his best he can run 29.63. Box one, he's had a couple of runs back. He finally draws down to the rail. So if there is any trouble, he might be the dog that swoops late. Uh, heat number two is race number four of the Tab Adelaide Cup. Now we see Seneki here. We all want to see Seneki make the final. He was brilliant last week, of course, in the State of Origin series. I think his main danger here, if we look at it on paper, for mine is Kisses for Cloda. Fantastic Yankee is probably a slim chance as well. Yeah, I'm reading it the same way. I think for Seneki, uh, we know what a great race dog he is and how quick out he is. Uh, he just needs to avoid Fantastic Yankee drawn as outside. Fantastic Yankee at times can just take one or two steps to get into top gear and yeah. then accelerate really fast. So you either want Fantastic Yankee just to begin and just go straight across or begin and Seneki begin just as fast. I just think he needs to avoid Fantastic Yankee, and then the race is there for Seneki. Uh, like you, kisses for Cloda for Ben Rawlings. Um, uh, the last couple of starts taking over from Ray Fewings, he's got her beginning terrifically well, and she uh, was just nosed out in the SA Oaks final um, two starts ago. So, yeah. again, a quick beginning from her will put her right in the race. Again, huge step up in class yep. for her. Um, but I think she can do it. Uh, again, the Jeff Britton runner off the one spearhead, he hasn't won in a couple of starts, but he's been racing against some really, really handy chasers. Went to the Cranbourne Classic Series a few runs ago and, and was placed there through the heat and final. So he's got a good record off the inside. But let's be honest, it's mm. um, Seneki. It's only bad luck that will stop him progressing. Yeah, yeah, bad luck will get him beat, Seneki. But uh, let's hope he progresses through. Kisses for Clota, the, the main danger. That's what the market says anyway. Uh, look, the third heat, race number five, much more open, road travelled. We'll talk to Stephen Brooks shortly. The dog's been absolutely flying for Steve. I'd love to see this dog make the Adelaide Cup final for Steve. It'd probably be the biggest thrill in his career. Um, you've got Seal the Deal, who's well in the market. You've got uh, Crash Bandicoot, going to have to lead to win, I think. And Weblet King's the dog that comes into play here if there's a bit of trouble early. Yeah, I, uh, in reviewing it, Road Travelled's the best chance in this race, I think, from the South Aussie's point of view. I said Crash Bandicoot has been going terrifically well, but but does need to be up on the mm. lead. Road Travelled wants to get out a little bit. So Box 3, I'm a little bit worried about, but Gemtree Dynamo drawn four is not a fast beginner, so he'll get his opportunity. Um, 
I think seal the deal, though, is going to be really hard to beat off the two. Did trial here last week in 29-7. I think Anthony, as a party, believes this one um, is going really, really well. Yep. Um, so... Off the two, he's got a, a good record from inside boxes. Spring Cuervo won't uh, won't lead there, so I think Seal the Deal is going to be hardest to beat based around him having a good look last last start. Road travelled, clear running to the first turn is what this dog needs, um, and if he gets it, we know he's got a very very uh, fast last section uh, based around. I mean, we just saw him go around Gaul a couple of weeks ago, went within a tick of the track record, which is again pretty much unheard of. Mm. Webb Lake King agreed him through the Derby series. Uh, he was super impressive for Matt Lanigan. And a wide draw, I think, does suit. Yep. Um, so he'll be charging home. And, yeah, I think I think they're the three, Seal the Deal, Road Travelled, and and Weblake King. The only reason one of those probably won't be in the, you know, fighting out the finish is if something really flies out, like a crash bandicoot begins super yeah. well and leads. Yeah, exactly. Uh, look, the next heat, race number six, this is a fascinating race, this one here, and I don't think the market's 100% sure either of who's going to start favourite. Steinbrenner's the op- opened up as favourite at this stage. Drawn box eight, very good in the State of Origin series last week. Fernando's right draws really well. I think it did it solo trial around the day at Angle Park, Sean? Yeah, it's uh, well, it was in the same trial with Seal the Deal. They both went around together. Okay. So Seal the Deal beat him home, mm. Fernando's right. So he'll he'll be improved by it, but I, I like Seal the Deal's run a little bit better. Oakvale Beauty draws six. She's been going well for Nathan Wilson. Songs and Stories, very interesting dog from Victoria, now trained by Troy Murray. And then Panhandle Slim. Now, he's, he's the query dog, isn't he, Panhandle Slim? How forward is he? I know he had a little bit of an issue there, didn't he, Sean? He did. I mean, he, he went through the straight track series... Um, uh, and then won a couple over the 395 at Murray Bridge. He was nominated and, and drawn into a 455 race at the bridge and was scratched. Mm. So I'm just a bit worried about yeah how forward he is. It's his first 500 meter run, um, you know, race in a in a about a year. So Ray Murray, we spoke to him on the show a number of weeks ago. I mean, he's a, a master trainer, so he'll have Panhandle Slim ready to go. Yeah, but. Uh, Adelaide Cup Group 1 heats against high-quality dogs. There has to be a query around him. Yeah, this certainly does. The final heat is race number seven, and Springbridge has opened up favourite ahead of Chief Fernando. Probably one of those two win, although Alicante Boucher, I must admit, the last couple of starts, she's impressed me. But This is a harder race for her, but her chances would have to be if she leads. Yeah, definitely. I, I think... Um, she's got a, a great record as well from box seven, Ali Candy Boucher, and yeah. she, she, we know she can go really fast early. She went a four thirty two last start in mm. leading, so yeah, her chances will improve if she leads. But um, Springbridge is going to be charging home. I, I definitely think he's going to be very close. Um, he'll be improved by the run. I think mm. he's definitely the dog to beat. Uh, one off the inside, Corborn Terry, just for the Rasmussen's. I know they've got a bit of an opinion of this dog. Um, I think it's been held back for the Adelaide Cup. So um, I just keep an eye on it. All those Corborn dogs have been going really well for the Rasmussen's. Yeah, they have. Um, so it's a big step up for this dog. Um, so I think they wouldn't put it in it unless they thought it was a chance. Um, but, yeah, Springbridge, he's high quality. But um, if Ali Kenny Boucher leads and can pinch a break, she is hard to get around. Yeah, all right. So they're the heats of the Adelaide Cup. It promises to be a really big night there Thursday night. Five heats of the Cup. The five winners will go through, and the next two quickest times will go through as well, Sean. Plus, of course, we've already got uh, Hooked on Scotch there in the final already. Yeah, Hooked on Scotch will be waiting for them. Um, after the heats on Thursday night, we'll do the box draw on course. So everyone will know where everyone's drawn. Uh, hopefully looking forward to another outstanding field for the Group 1 Adelaide Cup. And, 
yeah, and then all eyes will turn to the Friday night Group 1 night. But this Thursday night, heat night generally always is one of the best mm. um, racing and betting nights Yep. because um, you get the best uh, sprinters in the land um, that we can attract. Um, so really looking forward to Thursday night. What was your best for the night, to Sean? Yeah, no, I actually like... Um, in race five, number two, seal the deal. I know we're going to talk to Stephen Brook um, and we're really hoping for him that he can get road travelled through to the final. But I just like the way seal the deal uh, trialled. Yep. He's drawn uh, nice and close into the rails. I could see him leading and getting a clear run to the first turn. So um, I like seal the deal at a bit of value there. He's around the $4 mark. So okay. I reckon he's he's my best for the night. All right. My best was race two, number one, Acker Jet. Finally draws a box. He's not the quickest dog out, but he does find the line. I think box one will suit him on Thursday night. I think you'll get all the favours back on the rail. We should hopefully get around the $2.40, $2.50 mark, and I think you'll be winning. So race two, number one for me. Race five, number two for you, Sean. That was the preview of, of course, Adelaide Cup heat night on Thursday night. That's all thanks to SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. At the Dogs SA is what you need to search for on Twitter. The Interview. Yeah, the interview this week, Sean. We're about to have a chat to Steve Brook, one of our local trainers. We often see him at Angle Park. We see him at Murray Bridge and everywhere else. He travels his dogs. He likes to do that, and he's about to join us on the Dogcast. How are you, Steve? I'm good, thank you. Uh, great, you can be part of us, uh, the Dogcast this week, mate. It's an exciting week for you. Um, we'll touch on Road Travelled in a minute. Uh, he's been a good dog for you, but just give everybody a little bit of a history of your training career, Steve. How long have you been training for here in SA? I had a go at it about uh, 30-odd years ago when I was working full-time and, and found it a little bit too much, so I gave it away and uh, came back to it probably about uh, five years ago, I suppose. Yeah, I, I often talk to you at the track, Steve, and, and you have spoken to me before about this, and, and you you do say that if you're not doing it full-time and you're trying to do it part-time, it becomes very difficult and you need good helpers along the way if you're going to make it uh, as successful as Kennel, aren't you? Yeah, I think it's impossible to do it uh, and work full-time. I know a lot of people do do it. Uh, you, you certainly wouldn't want to have more than three or four dogs, and even then I think it be- becomes a real challenge. Yeah, how many dogs in your kennel at the moment, Steve? Uh, well, I'm licensed to train 16 greyhounds. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've got 16. Now, that that takes a bit of work. And do you uh, do you breed a lot, Steve, or do you do you get your dogs from interstate? I know you've, you've had road travelled sent over. Yeah, I, I prefer to breed my own. I've uh, I tried buying dogs. I did buy a couple of brood bitches that I've still got. Clinger and, and Zipping Fifi were purchased to breed from. Mm-hmm. And we did purchase a race dog for a significant amount of money that, that turned out to be a dud. Uh, <laughs> so we decided at the time that, that that was probably not the way to go and we've, since then we've stuck to breeding our own. Yeah, and it's been successful. Uh, would Road Travelled be the best dog you've had, Steve? Oh, by a long, long way, mate. I, I probably think he's a once-in-a-lifetime greyhound. I, uh, I've never had anything like him and I doubt I'll ever have anything like him again. I know when he first came over to you, I know I spoke to you at Angle Park and, and you, you said to me that this dog can run, but he's, you know, he took a few starts to really uh, get his way here in SA, didn't he? Yeah, he's a timid dog um, and he's a, a very long-barreled animal. He's got an enormously long stride on him, so I think the combination of, of being a bit timid and needing room to really stretch out was certainly causing him issues when he was a young dog and he certainly wasn't handling that. He, uh, he didn't like to be cluttered up. 
No, no, and, and and when he when you got him over here, Steve, I know that the raps were were pretty good on him from the connections that sent him to you because I know you've told me that. But did you think you'd be in an Adelaide Cup heat? Well, it wasn't really ever um, in our mind, but he did sort of stamp himself very early on. His first trial for us at Gawler, uh, which was only four days after he got off the plane, and he ran twenty two sixty over the the four hundred at Gawler. So you mm. sort of knew straight away he was a pretty special animal. Yeah, yeah, and, and his, um, his his immaturity was always the issue. Yeah, and he seems to have got rid got rid of that now. He seems to be racing a lot uh, more attractively, I guess you could say. Yeah, I think he struggled to to deal with other dogs. That was pretty obvious when he first came here. That that any dog got near him, he'd back off. Mm. And uh, and we worked very um, carefully with him, I guess, in in introducing him to other dogs. Um, we've got a, a straight track here that we were able to put him in with uh, dogs that we knew were would be no threat to him. And, yep. and after a while, he got used to them being close and he accepted that. And sort of we just progressed from there one step at a time and, and just build up his confidence. What's, what's he won for you now, Steve, dollar-wise? I've no idea, mate. Mm. Probably it, it's not... Uh, I guess it's not significant money because he's been placed in, in his grades... Mm. Uh, with his confidence in mind, so I think uh, it would be somewhere around twenty thousand yeah. well, in, in the time he's been here. Yeah, that adds up pretty quickly, though. I think he strung together about six or seven wins in a row, didn't he? There for a while. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he uh, he's got a terrific record. But like I said, it, it's been in in lower grade races mm. and. Uh, time for him to step up, I guess. Well, he gets that opportunity on Thursday night. Let's talk about this race, race number five. Looking at it on paper, we're just talking Sean and I a moment ago, um, Crash Bandicoot looks to be the speed. If you can just begin on terms and sort of push up and be close enough to Crash Bandicoot, Seal the Deal's obviously going to be a danger drawn box too as well, isn't he? He is, yeah. They certainly look the ones. Um, initially, I wasn't overly pleased with the draw. Uh, I think Crash Bandicoot with a, a vacant box inside him and there doesn't appear to be a lot of speed in box four either, so he's certainly going to be, be high-balling early, so I think we need to get on our bike pretty quickly. There'll be no second chance. No, no, but you must be uh, you must be feeling confident. Because this, looking at the heats on paper, this is probably a heat that is very winnable. I think still the deal, obvious danger. Crash Bandicoot probably has to lead to win. I think if you look through some of the other heats, they're a lot more even. I reckon your dog stands out here. Look, the tab have got him up as favourite at this stage already. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised about that. I uh, must admit I thought probably uh, the two dog would be the favourite early on, but uh, I don't control that. No. So the other dog's had a look, and we'll give him room. Uh, as a, you know, a rider road travelled, that is, he's not a, a rail crasher early. He'll, he'll pretty much go straight from where he is, so the, the two dog will get its chance. And just, Steve, just with Road travelled uh, through his last couple of runs at Gawler where he went within a tick of the track record uh, two starts ago, um, the track was quite fast that day and then did produce a, a, almost as good a performance on a, on a wetter track going, you know, 30-60-5. Uh, do you think that... Um, and you've had a couple of weeks off with him. Is it just... was there? A, did he just have to recover a little bit from those runs and just get him right for the heats? He did. He pulled up a little bit scratchy after the second run at Gawler. I must admit. I mean, uh, it's hard to be disappointed with dogs running thirty sixty around Gawler, but I just felt like he he wasn't himself in the last uh, you know, hundred metres of the race. 
and we had him looked at and he was just a little bit touchy in a few spots so we've had them looked at he had a, a bit of a rest and he's trialled really well Saturday morning so he's ready to go I think he's going to be uh, right in the finish there on Thursday Steve what about Castle Ruins you've got another greyhound in there race two number seven what can you tell the punters about him is he going to uh, do something first up for you He's a little bit of an unknown at this stage. He came here with a, a, a reputation for being a 500-metre dog, so the instructions were to, to keep him away from the 400s and, and prepare him for a 500. Uh, we've done that. He, he trialled Saturday morning, and we've only got his uh, back down the back split, which was acceptable. Um, but we really don't have any indication as to how strongly he'll run the race out only that the, the owners believe that that, that will be his, uh, the best part of his race. So mm. I guess we're a little bit blind, but, but uh, he has certainly trialled well enough to suggest that he'll he'll run well. Okay, and you've got about five or six uh, greyhounds in on Wednesday at Angle Park. Would Knight Sentinel be the best of those, drawn box one in race four? Yeah, he's a lot like Ryder, uh, Road Travelled. When he uh, arrived here, he's, he's very... Typical, I think, of, of the dogs from that litter that they're all a little bit shy mm. and it certainly has taken a while to get him his confidence up, put it that way. Um, I think we were heading in the right direction with him at his last start at Gawler, but he didn't have much luck in the early part of the race. So drawn box one this time, we're, we're hoping that he'll put his best foot forward and, and we'll get the result we're looking for. Yeah, you've got a good team heading to Angle Park tomorrow. That's Wednesday. Big night Thursday, Steve. We wish you the very best of luck with road travelled in the Adelaide Cup heats. Uh, let's hope he can get into the final for you, and uh, it'll be a big thrill to see him make the Adelaide Cup final Friday week. Thank you very much. Thanks, Steve. Steve Brook, our guest here on the Dogcast, who has road travelled in one of the heats there at the Adelaide Cup heats on Thursday night. Well, thanks for tuning into the Dogcast again. Our next episode will be next week as we preview a huge night of Greyhound Racing, the Group 1 Tab Adelaide Cup, which is next Friday night, the 11th of October. Reminder, the Dogcast next week will be on Thursday. We hope to see you all at the track soon.